Welcome back, everybody. Here we are again. Episode three of the Ball Cap Sports and Blue Jays Today Baseball Project, whatever we're going to call it, the unnamed show. We are talking today about some of the trade rumors that are out there. But before we get into that, I got to check in with the guys. How are you doing? Pretty good. Yeah, pretty, pretty good, good. Here, man. Uh, you know what, folks? Selfishly here as a Blue Jays fan, I'm kind of happy that the uh, the baseball season is done because now we get to the good stuff. Dude. Now we get to the meat and the mm-hmm. potatoes of the free agency. Dude, we're about to talk about all the news that's come out. Like, immediately as soon as we get into the next week of baseball, it's like, all right. I well, got catchers rumors. on the move. I got, I, I got uh, uh, a freaking, like, other teams Ooh. inquiring about pitchers. I've got, got analysts comparing our teams with Detroit, talking about what kind of trade could Why this be. Tra- it's like, oh, I, this is literally Christmas amazing. for me, everybody, so I'm doing pretty good, yeah. <laughs> Definitely, everybody, if you have not yet, subscribe here to Ball Cap Sports. Hit that like and subscribe to Blue Jays Today. Those of you watching it on Blue Jays Today's channel, because it will go out on both channels. Make sure to subscribe and hit those likes. We are, again, we're talking about the Jays and the catcher trade rumors. It's out there that they are going to trade one of their catchers. The Tigers are interested in a specific piece that maybe the Blue Jays have, and the Tigers have maybe with the Blue Jays. Want. So, interest there. We've got Pablo Lopez available. Again, we'll talk about that. We've got Brian Reynolds. His name is popping up again. We'll talk about that. And no Otani trade. Is that the right thing to do? We're going to talk about all of the trade rumors, everything that's going on. So, again, remember to subscribe. Turn the alerts on so you don't miss any of the upcoming content and hit that like. And I do, for those of you watching on my channel, this is great because... You've got a direct connection to the Blue Jays pulse with the Blue Jays today's guys. And a lot of this stuff, while it is not directly Blue Jays, the Blue Jays tie in to pretty much all of it. So let's get into it and let's get started. I want to get your guys' thoughts very first right off the board because a big, maybe the biggest, maybe this might be the biggest one today from John Morosi. The Blue Jays are expected to trade a catcher this offseason, according to multiple rival execs that he's spoken with at the GM meetings. Jays have an abundance of talent at the position. Danny Jansen, Alejandro Kirk, Gabriel Moreno. So my question to you guys is, who's it going to be? Who is going to be traded out of this Blue Jays catching stable? I'll go. I'll go for this. I mean, look, first of all, we've been talking about this for, it feels like centuries. We've been discussing the surplus with the Toronto Blue Jays. You know, Danny Jansen, I think might be the least likely of them just because he's been with the team for so long. He knows the pitching staff. They like him there. His bat's coming around. His defense is there. For me, the two names are Alejandro Kirk breakout star last year and it's Gabriel Moreno number one prospect for the Toronto Blue Jays in the system if I had to make a choice it's probably going to be Gabriel Moreno why break why why change it Mm. if it's not broken I mean you got the best catching duo in Kirk and Jansen they did very good for the Jays offensively and defensively last year they did pretty well so why not cash in on this Moreno hype? We right. haven't even seen this man touch an MLB. Well, we've seen him a little bit, but not to the full potential. Yeah. Why not trade him away? Yeah. Low value's high. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. I am not, I personally, Nick Blaylock, I am not going to uh, to, to counter you on this one. But 
Josh Goldberg is. I saw this tweet, guys, earlier today. Now, I don't necessarily disagree with or agree with this, but I'm curious to know what you guys have to say about this. He tweeted out, most likely Blue Jays catcher to be dealt, and then he put them in order. He went, number one is Jansen, number two is Moreno, number three is Kirk, and then he asked for an agree and a disagree, and I personally am going to disagree on that. I am going to agree with Adam here. We know what we're getting out of Danny Jansen. He can run the staff. We know what we're getting out of Alejandro Kirk. He is literally the dude for Manoa. You do not trade you don't the dude trade for Manoa. That does top not happen. Top three young catcher. Moreno. No. We don't know what he can do on the major league field yet. Now, we know that his potential is incredible. His potential could be Buster Posey, Yadier Molina. His potential could be Hall of Fame for all we freaking know. But we haven't seen it. I don't want to walk in next season with a guy that I haven't seen before when we already are in a position with two catchers that are absolute studs. Jim, your thoughts on what Josh Goldberg said and your thoughts on what we're thinking right now. Jansen is the easy choice to run to because the upside, right, you know what you're getting with Jansen. You got to think that the ceiling from a talent perspective is lower. I think that not now. Blue Jay fans might push back on that, and I would even push back on the words that I just said. But I think in general, if people are looking that are outside the Blue Jays bubble, you would think, well, if you could hold on to your top prospect and hold on to Alejandro Kirk, who looks like a really good hitter, one of the best bat-to-ball skills in baseball, you hold on to those two and you trade Jansen. But the problem is what the Blue Jays want back, they need to give up more than Danny Jansen because around the league, they want the higher ceiling. They want the more potential. And Moreno is an untapped source right now. Only 25 games last year for Moreno. He com- collectively went 22 for 69, which I actually didn't think it was even that good. I thought he was yeah. hitting. Thought he. I thought he struggled more than that. He did all right. That that yeah. 22 for 69 is a 319 batting average. So, but it didn't feel like it, right? Didn't it kind of feel like he struggled to like a 250? I don't know. But yeah, I know. I know what you feel. That is that is the point. If you want to get. Some of the guys that we're about to talk to talk about in this video. I wish we were about to talk to these guys. If we're about to talk about, then you have you Danny Jansen's not going to get it done. It's going to have to be Danny Jansen and another top prospect. Whereas you may be able to swing Moreno and then a prospect further down for a pitcher that we're going to talk about in a minute, or some of that Detroit bullpen, which Detroit has some of the best bullpen pieces that are available. So I think you got to go Moreno. If you were choosing, maybe you would trade Jansen because he's the older one. You haven't seen the full potential yet with the other two. You keep them. But it's got to be Moreno. I agree with you on that because of he, he's going to bring the most back, I do believe. Even with Kirk's solid year, I think Moreno still probably brings the most back in return. And that's what the Blue Jays are going to need. We any any been final talking thoughts on about this conundrum for so long on this channel. And, and yeah. I know what Adam feels about this. I know how he feels. I want to hear what you have to feel, Jim. So many people, so many people that watch us on the regular, you know who you are, comment to us all the time. Trade Kirk. Trade Get rid Kirk. of Kirk. Kirk's got to go. Kirk's nev- Kirk is not as good as we think he is. Kirk, Kirk is his value is at the highest it will ever be. He will mm-hmm. not get better than this. Trade him now. What do you think about that? I know how we feel. Mm-hmm. I want to hear what you have to th- uh, what you have to say. Trading Kirk. Yeah. You know it's it's difficult. What are you getting back? I guess is the ultimate. 
Right. If we're yeah, trading it's always that question, yeah, of yeah. course. It, 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 it's, it's, trade anybody if the right. return is good enough, of course. If you, if it, a lot of, I think the Kirk trade hype last year, trade Kirk, got to trade Kirk, trade Kirk, was because it was for Jose Ramirez. Right. Now, if this time around it's trade Kirk, trade Kirk, and it's for Pablo Lopez, I don't know. I, I, listen, Jose Ramirez is a top five player in Major League Baseball. Pablo yeah. Lopez might be a top 25 pitcher. So I don't know if I would be I, – I, I kind of like what Alejandro Kirk brings. I think I would – and I like the strides Danny Jansen has made at the plate. This is a tricky situation for, for Jays fans to try to pick who's your favorite catcher. It's like a parent trying to pick who's your favorite son at this point. Who, mm-hmm. which, who Who's your favorite kid? Who would you get rid of? Uh, so I think that the Kirk situation has to has to really be connected to what's coming back. And if the return is a top talent like Jose Ramirez, which it won't be, that play, a player like that is not available this time around, then I don't do it. Uh, or the, I would do it for him, but I would not do it. I, I don't think I would do it. If you can get Miami to do Moreno for Lopez straight up, I would do that deal. And again, maybe you got to throw in the top 20, you know, the number 25 prospect or something like that. But I would try to, I would, I would do that because we, outside of that small sample size, we don't truly know what we're going to get from Moreno. Yeah, I I agree. I I honestly think we're all on the same page. Mm -hmm. Trade the unknown with high value. Let's stick with what we got. Let's prove it. Exactly. And and people keep saying it's like, well, Danny Jansen, his value is at the highest. Alejandro Kirk, his value is at the highest. I would argue that Marina's value is at the highest. Uh He is, you know, literally in Baseball America last year was number one overall ranked prospect. How do you do better than that? And and you got a taste of that bat And you got a taste taste. of that bat, and it Mm -hmm. was awesome. However, just like with Moreno um, and, and with Kirk and with Jansen, it all depends, like you said, on what we are getting back. And there is a potential trade suitor yep. on yep. the market, a potential team that could be interested in any one of these three guys. There's the tweet. Uh, John Morosi again comes out and says, Tigers and Blue Jays also could revive the talks they had around the trade deadline. Toronto is willing to trade a catcher in the right deal. And Detroit has the swing and miss relievers coveted by the Jays and other contenders. So, and this also, that was, and and he sort of retweeted his tweets talking mm -hmm. about how the Tigers looking at the catcher's market. What Mm -hmm. is interesting to that? This gets, this almost gets back to what would the Blue Jays give up? I don't want Gabriel Moreno involved in a Detroit Tigers. Trade. I was just about to say right? that. Jimmy. I don't want, and I don't think, and I don't want Kirk involved in that trade. That's the trade for Dan, with their, That's their Danny. That's the Danny. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's the Danny Jansen trade is a Tigers reliever. Your guys, your thoughts. Because well, we were, we were looking, we were just looking like, literally before we filmed this video, we were looking at their entire roster. We're being like, okay, like how can conduct a trade with Moreno involved with these guys and it just it felt it like we were sense. it felt like we were literally like shoving a square into a circle yeah. and, and it just it wasn't adding up because look look they do have a lot of relievers but mm-hmm. i think if we're trading someone with the value of moreno or kirk you gotta get like two three guys and then yeah, we're looking yeah. at their offense okay well maybe they got some guys they don't want to give up like Torkelson or Riley Green. Right. That's not going to happen. No. And, and everyone else is just older and declining. And mm-hmm. it, it doesn't make sense to give up with someone that value. Now, Danny Jansen, mm-hmm. on the other hand, mm-hmm. as much as I think he is valuable to the Toronto Blue Jays, mm-hmm. 
if there was a scenario where, hey, where's Gregory Soto mm -hmm. and another young reliever for Danny Jansen? Now I might start to consider that a little bit, maybe change my offseason plans to, all right, Gabriel Moreno, Alejandro Kirk, it's you guys now. And You're here, leading the here's team. the thing, right? It's like we've been operating for a while now under the impression that Danny Jansen and Alejandro Kirk, that's the catching duo. Those are the guys. And I've kind of already talked myself into, because I do believe it's probably going to happen, I've talked myself into, well, Gabriel Moreno is going to go. But just like live in that live in that world for a second where your catching duo is Alejandro Kirk and Gabriel yeah. Moreno, mm. and you were able to acquire a lot of elite relievers from Detroit. Mm -hmm. Like, what the hell? <laughs> what the hell? Jim, your thoughts, dude. So looking at the Tigers pitchers that we're looking at, we're looking at Jimenez, we're looking at Soto as the two pieces that will be probably dangled for a catcher. Um, and I do think that the Blue Jays are the prime suspect to make this trade. There's, yeah. there's really not a lot of other options for them to go to via the trade. Now, they could always sign a free agent because there are some – some some one year fill in options for Detroit at catcher if they don't go the trade route, but the Blue Jays have some of the better talent. Jimenez and Soto, just think about what the Jordan Groshans trade did last year to kind of almost set the market for what you need to give up for two really good relievers. They yeah. got Bass and Pop back. Now Bass and Pop, I don't believe are on the same level as Jimenez and Soto. But Jordan Groshans right now is listed as Miami's, num Miami's number 12 prospect. Wow. So you're looking at to get two good relievers, <laughs> a player that will fit in as somebody's middle of the top 25 prospect pool. So mm -hmm. Moreno would be way too much to give up. Yeah, for yeah, the, yeah. And Kirk would be way too much to give up for those pieces. So it has to be Jansen, and maybe it is Jansen for Soto or Jansen for Jimenez straight up. Maybe Jimenez because Jimenez's service time is, is a little bit further down the road. Uh, Soto has higher value, even though he's the same age as Jimenez. Soto has higher value because there's more control years there than there is with Joe uh, Jimenez. So that is where I think that you know it's it's this is the Danny Jansen trade. Some of these other trades are the Kirk or the Moreno trades, but I mean, told the, the the idea of Kirk and Moreno there that and the Blue Jays adding in Jimenez, you know, the other interesting element to this. So Detroit again, Toronto is their trade partner. That's where I think the best the best piece lands. But does Toronto necessarily? I mean, I know they want to do this, but for a reliever, is that? There's a lot of there's a lot of good relievers on the free agent market right now. Yeah. Oh, so buddy, you've got I've been eyeing those you, boys. You've got Joe Jimenez. You've got Gregory Soto. If they were available in the free agent market, yeah, they'd be up there. But you know, they would be two names, sort of mixed into that top ten, top fifteen. This is a good free agent market for relief pitchers. Maybe the Blue Jays. If they do this trade, maybe they wait, or, or they, or, or maybe they're maybe they're eyeing that. starting pitching. Mm -hmm. Maybe they're eyeing, you know, starters or, or somewhere some other piece. I don't know. This yeah, is going to be right. fascinating. You're right because Toronto is eyeing that arbit that like luxury tax area. We are looking like we're very close to it once you consider all of the arbitration players that are going to be coming in and getting signed this year. Mm -hmm. So maybe they wait a little bit to see first of all how much they got to pay these guys. Yeah. 
wait until some of these like middle guys that are around the same value start to go. How much money are they offering? Mm-hmm. Right? Because look, those two guys, Jimenez and Soto on the market, maybe they command a total, you know, collective like $20 million per year on the free agent market. Okay. Well, now you got to compare. Should I wait a little bit, sign these identical guys for better value? Or is, or should we just get them right now? Get Jansen, you know, bring them over cheaper and then kind of help us right now rather than going and spending the money. We can spend the money elsewhere. I think it's also too, like they have to look at not just the relievers on the free agent market, but you're also looking at that left-handed bat on the free agency market. And you're also looking at the starting pitching, right? Because let's just say, for instance, that all of the starting pitchers at free agency, they go off the board immediately. We're not in on any of them. Yep. Well, then we go, we spend our money on relievers in mm-hmm. free agency because that's all we, we got to acquire that. Yeah. And then, then we're forced to trade Moreno for a good starting pitching, mm-hmm. right? It, it's like that's that's what we've been forced into now because it's like, well, all of the good starting pitchers, they left free agency now. We just watched them dip. What are we going to do now? Like, are we going to trade Jansen with the Tigers for more relievers? No, we're going to sign relievers. We're going to mm-hmm. trade for pitching, right? Mm-hmm. So I it, love it that really idea. does depend on everything, how the dominoes fall there. Mm-hmm. I think that Detroit is always going to be in Toronto's back pocket. I think that yeah. this is a conversation mm-hmm. that's going to be happening. And I think from Detroit's standpoint, I've heard some rumors from their side, well, they could be in on Wilson Contreras. They could be on, on some other catches, right? They're probably going to explore that market, mm-hmm. see what they can get there. And then once both sides have kind of dabbled in free agency, yeah. that's when they're going to meet. That's and, and that's when they're going to be like, okay, like, can we get something done? Wilson Contreras is a perfect fit for the Tigers, too, because when we look at what teams are going to have to pay in terms of a penalty for the qualifying offer compensation, the Tigers are one of the teams that received revenue sharing this past year, Mm -hmm. which means that they pay the lightest penalty. They do not lose any money in the international draft, and they forfeit their third highest pick. Okay, so they could be a fit for Wilson Contreras via the free agent market. So, yeah, they, so and they're one of the they're one of the teams that that does line up nicely for um yeah I mean this is one of those I mean this is this is something where you're saying it trade for the starter sign the relievers because when you look at the starting pitching market there are some no doubters but they're gonna cost a ton of money mm-hmm. then there are some mid to back end guys that you know are mid to back end guys that are probably going to cost more than you want to spend. And then there are some guys that you just don't know is, is, is who he was last year, who he is moving forward. Mm -hmm. And for that, I talk about Tyler Anderson and Martin Perez and Andrew Haney, who they were last year. Is that really who they are? And are we going to take the gamble? Are we going to take the gamble, do the three or four year deal and pay him off that? And then he goes back to shit. So my thinking is that you, like you said, you Sign the relievers. Don't trade for the relievers. Sign the relievers. Trade for the starting pitcher. Love that idea. Yeah. I mean, Let's you got one starting pitcher okay. available on the trade yes. market. You, you got, got Pablo it. Lopez apparently is available. This, this is the transition I'm seeing here. <laughs> we are, yes, we are definitely lined up on this one. Let me get, there we go. We have Pablo Lopez news coming out, and it is from John Heyman, the biggest name here available in trade talk so far. Marlins pitcher Pablo Lopez the fish need hitters came close to dealing him to the Yankees at the deadline in a Glaber Torres deal that's it I yeah right um that that's why that's why I get to that whole Moreno 
And well, let's get that out of the way. That's why I get to the whole Moreno for Lopez straight up thing, because if it was Torres, I think maybe we could do that. But the whole Lopez situation is interesting. Um, he is back again. We've gone through this. We've run this play a few times now, yeah. and, and now we're doing it again. He was so great at the start of last year and sort of tailed off a little bit. The, the finishing numbers look okay, but how it started and how it finished, really a tale of two different seasons for Pablo Lopez. And if you are in the market for a pitcher, Pablo Lopez still with the, with the, his, his age um, and and the, the, the dollar amount for him, how much he costs right now, it's, it's a good option. For the Blue Jays' perspective, would you want him – in Toronto. 100%. Oh my God. Yes. 100%. Oh my God. Yes. First of all, you know, like you said, the age, the dollar amount, it's a perfect fit. Yeah. Rather mm-hmm. going and going for a Verlander or a DeGrom, which I don't think yeah. are going to happen. $40 yeah. million dollars per year. No, thank you. You got Pablo Lopez going on arbitration years right now. He's had two left. That's going to be nice and cheap. And I know you're talking about the end of last year. Honestly, I'm not too worried. I, I just witnessed Jose Barrios for a full season. And, yeah. <laughs> and I, I want Pablo Lopez in this rotation. We're going to yeah. probably lose Ross Stripling this offseason. Mm-hmm. It's good to trade him and bring him over. Now, how much is that guy going to command? Because his value, when we talked about him years ago, isn't as high now. Because he's had a little bit of a weird year. Mm-hmm. And yep. he's only got two more years left rather than before. It was like 3-4. Is he a Gabriel Moreno one-for-one trade I, value? I still I still think so. I still think so. Like, you look at some trade value sites, they'll disagree, but I still think so. I mean, like, we've seen what he's done at a major league level for time now, and it's always been good. And, and like, when you think about what Jose Burrios commanded, what, mm. uh, uh, what Louis Castillo commanded, like, he's definitely, and for me, it's a Moreno thing. And, and I just want to say right now, sports, they're very rarely simple. They're very rarely clean-cut and, and obvious. And in my opinion, a Moreno for a Lopez, a one-for-one deal is so clean-cut. It's so obvious. It, it's like, why haven't we done this already? Why yep. hasn't this happened? You need good hitters. You need youth. You need youth in that lineup. We have an abundance of something that you need. Mm-hmm. You have an abundance of something that we need. We need young pitchers on good deals. Yeah, like give us your young pitcher. We will give you we, our young hitter. We've been trading bull. They've been giving us our bullpen. They've been giving us all their bullpen. Mm-hmm. Simber, Bass, a pop. Yeah. Like let's get the starting pitching done. We've been already. flirting. We've been flirting. Let's get there. <laughs> let's go all the way. You know, uh, uh, I'm waiting. What's interesting is that we heard a few weeks ago that Miami wanted to trade for a center fielder. So that does not bode well for the Blue Jays. And right and and just this last offseason, they traded for Jacob Stallings, a gold glove catcher from Pittsburgh. So now Jacob Stallings is what's the age here? 32. So Jacob Stallings is not a long term solution there. So Ah. you could you could do the catcher thing, but the need, what Miami wants. Unfortunately, the Blue Jays don't really have. There are other teams that do have that, right? The Cubs have that with Ian Happ. A player we are about to talk about in a minute is there, but I don't think it really would make sense, the timing and everything with Mm -hmm. Brian Reynolds. Um, There are players, there are teams that do have that center fielder. Unfortunately, the Blue Jays don't. But again, the catcher spot is still, Stallings is not a long-term answer. Moreno is 
you if you play your cards right, you got you know uh, 10, 10 years with Gabriel Moreno. Absolutely, for sure. Yeah, and and I mean like just out outside of the Blue Jays, looking at these Marlins, for instance. Um, I don't see a whole lot of teams that aren't interested in Pablo Lopez, right? Yeah. Like, like at the end of the day, in the MLB, we've seen it time and time and time again. We saw it again this year. Pitching wins championships. This is a really good young pitcher. He's proven it in the MLB for several seasons now. You got him mm-hmm. under contract for time. There's literally not a single team in the MLB that I don't think is going to be on the phone, at least inquiring about Pablo Lopez. You have to, right? You, mm. you just need to. You need to. Yep. Across the board, let's list them off. The Dodgers. Totally. The Giants. Totally. The Padres. Yeah. The Rockies. Mm-hmm. I'm going to skip the Diamondbacks. The Cardinals. The well, We can skip the Brewers. Uh, the Pirates are not there. The Cubs. The yeah. we could skip the Reds, the Reds are not there. Nope. You've got the Braves, yes. the Mets, the Phillies. I don't know if they trade within the division, though. Would one of those division rivals want to send the pieces back yeah. to win the Pablo Lopez trade? So you may cross out those NL East teams, but you got to bring them up because they're interested in pitching. Yep. The Astros have a ton of pitching, but why, why, <laughs> why would it not surprise me if somehow it still oh, happens? And it, it also depends on the Verlander's thing. Yeah, too, because right? if yep. they lose Verlander, boom, here's Pablo Lopez. We'll trade you some prospects that will never see our lineup at any yep. time. It's yep. <laughs> so dumb. So you could see, maybe Houston goes crazy with it. I think Seattle could do it. The Rangers, we know, are going to be aggressive for pitching. Mm-hmm. The Angels always need pitching. Why wouldn't the Guardians get even better with their pitching? They could do it. The Twins could do it. The White Sox could do it. The Tigers could do it. The Yankees could do it. The Jays, the Rays, the Red Sox, the Orioles, the whole AL East. I mean, that's like competing. 25 teams, dude. Yeah, you're that's, that's a lot of MLB teams. So you're the saying trade it's going to market, The trade market for that, it, the, the what you have to do to win that sweepstakes, is it would be unbelievable. Yeah. Yeah. Well, my so maybe we won't get yeah, yeah, maybe. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I think that the Blue Jays have a top prospect. It's going to take a top prospect, and because the market's going to be so heavy, it'll probably take the top prospect plus something else. So the Blue Jays are just going to have to be prepared to package something else if yeah. they truly, really want them. But there is a center fielder available we just mm-hmm. talked about mm-hmm. maybe not a good trade partner for Pablo Lopez just because of timing and everything but we have a Brian Reynolds piece of news from John Morosi Brian Reynolds is a popular name among GMs this week at the GM winter meetings as he was last year but unlikely to be dealt the Pirates believe they will be competitive before he hits free agency at the end of the 2025 season so mm-hmm. I guess really the question is to first react to the Pirates' philosophy, is it a good idea, what do you guys think, a good idea to hold on to Brian Reynolds or should they try to trade him? I've been disagreeing with the Pirates' uh, mentality and the way that they run things for years. And, And similarly to the Pablo Lopez thing, Brian Reynolds, when we first started our show, we started our show like two years ago. And Brian Reynolds was getting talked he about. He was the first guy we talked about 100%. in trades. I still remember that. I remember <laughs> mm-hmm. this to this day. The first trade video we ever made was Brian Reynolds, and that was two years ago. He's still on the Pirates. They're not trading. No, I've, I've no. decided it. I've literally mm-hmm. like decided in my brain it's not going to happen. We're going to talk about it. We're going to make Look, you know five to ten more videos on this. 
but he is going to remain a pirate for as long as that freaking contract is. Yeah. Dude. That's just their mentality. Look, and to comment on the whole pirate mentality of like, look, we're going to wait to try we're, to try and be competitive. Look, the pirates have been trading away all of their good guys for years. Yeah. Now, I disagree with them trading away so many good players before the end of their contract because you might have had something there. Mm-hmm. You might have had something there. So mm-hmm. I understand why you want to keep someone like Brian Reynolds. It's like, like they're please, it's like it's like please. it's like they're literally like there's trauma there, you know? Yeah, and it, like, like, don't, like, like, they're like, please don't do this to us again. Um, I think that they should trade him. Oh, but yes, not. but they're not going to. So I understand why they're not gonna do it now. I think he could definitely, definitely get a chunk in return. 100%. Uh-huh. 100%. Now, let me throw it to you, Jimmy. Do you think that the Blue Jays would be in on someone like Brian Reynolds, a lefty bat, an outfielder. We've yes. got Teo and Lord coming up mm-hmm. on a one-year deal. This is their last year with the Blue Jays. There's talks that maybe that they might trade one of them away. Do you think that that would be a fit for the Jays? And, or and if not the Jays, then like who? who? Like who what, what teams are we looking at here for Brian Reynolds if they were to offer a crazy mm-hmm. package? I have always been similar to you guys, you know, just suspicious about a trade ever happening. And I've gone through periods where I where I have applauded Pittsburgh for not trading him, for keeping good talent in-house, building around Reynolds and Hayes and O'Neill Cruz. Uh, but if you can get, like you talk about with the Blue Jays, if you can swing a trade where you can get a major league contributor a significant one not just somebody who's going to go out there and eat at bats or eat innings but somebody who's significant so a Lourdes Gurriel and another piece that is not too far away maybe you need to start him in the minor leagues but but they're a top prospect and they should be there soon and then another farther down the road prospect Mm -hmm. then you're helping your team so there are certainly teams that could pull off a Brian Reynolds trade. I do think it is highly unlikely, but the Blue Jays are a great partner for that trade because of Gurriel, because of the need to add, you know, a young center fielder, needing a switch hitter, needing somebody who can hit left-handed and being willing to part with one of those righty bats. Not everybody's going to be in, a, in, in that kind of a situation that the Blue Jays are going to be in. So outside of Toronto, thinking about other potential fits where you could pull off a trade like that just going through glancing at a lot i mean maybe maybe the white Sox could uh but then if they did that they would be they would get thin real quick how about the yankees oh yeah yankees see the problem is the yankees are in a spot where we saw it this last offseason or this last regular season until they traded harrison bader kind of felt like they had a problem in the outfield hicks was terrible um, Stanton, you wanted DH. Uh, you, you, they were they were throwing Oswaldo Cabrera out there into the outfield, and that's not good. So I, I don't think the Yankees would because I actually do. They have some of the prospects to get the deal done, sure. But I think you want a guy if you're Pittsburgh that has shown that he can not only hit but succeed at the major league level. You don't want to take a, a flyer on anybody. Lourdes Gurriel has shown that he could succeed very well at the major league level. That's the kind of guy you need if you're Pittsburgh. You need that guy coming back, and you need a top prospect coming back for Brian Reynolds. So the Blue Jays have the ability to do that. The Yankees, it would have to be heavy prospects. The the uh, the Red Sox, the Orioles. I don't see it in a in too many other places where you could. I mean, maybe the Dodgers could. I'm not saying I'm not saying Bellinger, but maybe the Dodgers could go. You know, Gavin Lux. 
and a top prospect, and then a, you know a, a, their number fifteen prospect. Sure, yeah. the, the Dodgers could probably do it. Ooh, what about the Padres? The Padres are going to be interesting because of, think about everything that's going away from them, and now yeah. all the holes it feels like have developed right with Drury and Profar and Bell and Tatis isn't going to be there to start mm-hmm. the year. He will be there eventually. So you all of a sudden the Padres have holes. So I'm just trying to think of teams that don't have any holes. In fact, mm. have more than they need. Now, the Braves would love to get rid of Ozuna, but that's <laughs> not going to happen. No, uh, no nobody's no, touching that guy with a 10-foot <laughs> pole, bro. Yeah, that, that's, you know, there, there's a major league ready player, but I don't think anybody wants to take that on. So it really is, I mean, maybe the Mariners, you know, Kyle Lewis. Remember, Kyle Lewis was good. Yeah. And Kyle Lewis might still be good, but that's the problem. Yeah, might still be good, yeah. and they may not pitch pick up uh, Mitch Haniger. So there's a there's a spot, there's a spot. opening. Yeah, for there him. Is, there is a spot. So I would say if anybody could try to swing it, now the Mariners just gave up a ton for Luis Castillo. So that mm-hmm. farm system is kind of you know it's it's not as strong as it was because of everything they gave up for uh, for Castillo. But if there's teams that could swing it, I think you're looking at the Blue Jays, the Mariners, and the Dodgers would be three teams that. I don't know if they would want to, but I think they would have the pieces to to go yeah. and get it done. Maybe the Cardinals too. Maybe the Cardinals too. With Nolan I Gorman, was, I was going to throw yeah, at the Cardinals. Yeah, yeah. the Cardinals like could do it. That, that was popping into my brain there. That like could potentially go out yep. there. And I know that they've talked about wanting to get more outfield guys on that mm-hmm. squad, which is understandable. Well, I mean Brian Reynolds definitely a big bat in the trade market. It's possible. I still think it's unlikely. Um, something that is looking increasingly more unlikely, maybe even more unlikely than this, another big bat apparently off the trade market until the regular season starts. Shohei Otani will not be traded this offseason. Now that is from the GM of the Angels. Uh, Every single person who does baseball YouTube they just got blue balls and I, they yeah, hate it. I just made a video about what the Blue Jays need to do to get Otani. And then uh-huh. right after I finished yep. it, that tweet it, came it, out. It was actually comedic oh, timing. God. I was there for it. It, it was it was hilarious. It sucks. Uh, we might still post the video. going to post it anyways, guys. Because, It'll be for fun. Uh, I don't give a crap. <laughs> um, but no, Tani, says Jim. He's got it written down right there. Uh, Jim, what do you think about it, man? Is this the right decision from the Angels to hold on to Otani? How dare you, Angels? <laughs> How dare you take away our fun? At least let us speculate and dream and pretend through the offseason. How dare you? Right. Um, right. Disrespect. If, yes, exactly. Uh, at least if you're the Angels, that fan base, they feel good about that. But boy, think about the words that he used. He said that Shohei Otani will not be traded this offseason. Okay, well then what do we do when the Angels are 10 games under 500 uh, before they've even played 10 games? What happens when the Angels are completely out of it by early June or, or late May? Here we go. We'll, we'll be right yeah, back at it again. Go. Why I don't mean, you? You cannot hang on to him. You I cannot agree. hang on to Shohei Otani. If you are way nope. out of the race, yep. you, you would be honestly one of the worst GMs. If you, this guy could even if with half a year of Shohei yep. Otani, you could get so much. Yeah, you can get actually a decent haul for one yep. a team who really wants to push it. Let's say the Blue Jays, right. for yep. example. 
You know, we are hungry for one more starting pitcher, an impact pitcher. We need that left-handed bat. We have an opening in the DH spot for him. We would pay. Well, I, we would I, pay. I interpreted what he said, those words that you used there. I interpreted that to, like, looking at my calendar, being like, okay, so let's just postpone this Otani trade video to what's the first day of the season again? Okay, great. Yeah. Then, it, it like, it's literally this – like, I just think it's so stupid because the second that the season starts – that's what everyone's going to be talking about. Why is Shohei Otani not in another jersey when you can get the max value? You guys suck. I'm sorry, Angels fans, but well, you do. It's just it's this well, is not your timeline right well, now. Well, let's paint it this way. I'll throw this to you, to you, Jim. I think we've talked about this before. If they're keeping Otani, what moves are you going to make as a GM in the offseason? Are you going to try to bring in one-year rental guys, mm-hmm. guys who maybe – you know, could push this team over the hump. I very, I don't see it happening because you got the Mariners, yeah. you got the Astros in that division. But do you try to go all in for one year, yeah. and if not, sell it all at the deadline? Like, what do you do? Yeah, they have to show Shohei Otani this offseason that they're they at least want to win. Mm-hmm. Last offseason was very underwhelming with a lot of the moves that they made, and they, you know, they did not they did not do anything last year to show. Shohei Otani, that they were interested in going for it. And you saw what happened this past offseason. They made some Michael Lorenzen and then just other. They did a great job with the bullpen the Angels did last offseason, but they yeah. did not do enough for the starting pitching. And as far as the offense, they just they, they left it as it was. They didn't make any upgrades offensively off the top of my head. They still had all the, all the same guys were there. So you've got to show them this offseason. So, you know what the Angels do this offseason is huge because the Angels cannot run that same squad back. They need to go get some big pieces. They need to go make a big splash in the pitching market, and they probably need to find a way to make a splash with the with the lineup with the offense as well. I just I get back to why did he put a time frame on it? Because mm-hmm. again, exactly that me that leads you to believe in the back of his mind he's like, yeah, we're gonna have to trade this guy. Why doesn't he just come out and just just we're not trading Otani? That's all he had to say. He didn't mm-hmm. have to say he will still be in the Angels. He will still be in the Angels lineup or you know an Angel on opening day. We're not trading him this offseason. Okay, well that means you're you're going to probably trade him then by the deadline. I would just if I'm an Angels fan, I would like him to just come out and say we're not trading him. Period. Stop. Because yeah. that tells me that. I have the confidence that we're going to resign him and that we're going to be good and he's going to want to be here. Throwing this out there leaves that back door open 100%. to say, 100%. well, I said we wouldn't trade him in the offseason and then we went out and we were terrible. So then we get the best return back. Yeah, it's, an well, that, it, well, that, it's an out. It's an out. Well, and I think I'm honestly like, that's the way you should play it. Like, I'm for real, guys. Like, if you say he's not, you're not going to trade him. That's like I said before, it's just not smart. You will, you should have an out back door. To trade this guy. Yeah. Let everyone know, like, hey, he is not available right now, but right. he will be. Yeah. Absolutely. You're And to sign him back, I just don't think it's going to happen. Look, he wants to stay in L.A. He said he wants to stay in L.A. Mm-hmm. But his agent's going to say, do not. Do not sign a deal right now. Wait till the offseason. You're going to get paid, my guy. Right. Think about yeah. what happened. I mean, like, I, I personally disagree with the GM kind of shutting down the trade rumors right now. Like, mm-hmm. if I was him, I would – I would be fielding offers literally every day, all the time, yeah. because you know that somebody's going to one team, the Rangers, for instance, are going <laughs> to lose their mind and offer up everything. And, right. And, right. And, you know, so I, I disagree with that, but you know, 
I do agree with the fact of leaving the back door open. And that's exactly what he's doing. He is leaving himself an out because he knows he's seen this team. He's managed this team before. He knows there is a very real possibility that, like you said, we are going to be 10 games under 500 come June. Mm -hmm. And and, and if that's the case, you got to go. Think about the situation that just went down with Mike Rizzo and the Nats, and Juan Soto. How many times did he say, we're not trading Juan Soto? Mm-hmm. He put the His out came when they offered Soto that contract, and Soto said no. So yeah, if yeah. you are in the front office, you need to be looking at it like, we're not trading you, and tell everybody, we're not trading him. The out comes from after you offer him a 10-year, $500 million contract, yeah. and he says no, there's your out. Yeah. You better well, get that. We can do. that the, exactly. That contract needs to be worked on and put in front of him. And that's what they need to do. Because if he turns that down, then you have to trade him. And that is where mm. the rest of the market gets it. Um, I would try to, again, because I would try to hold as many cards as I could to my best if I'm that general manager. Because if you give an out to the media, you're also giving an out to other general managers around baseball. So uh, on, on, you know, uh, on on after opening day and the Angels are 0 and 1, AJ Preller picks up the phone and says, "Hey, what's up, Perry? How you doing? Let's talk." Yeah. <laughs> so, but if but if if the status quo is we're not trading him, we're not trading him, we're not trading him, we're putting an offer together, we're putting an offer together, we're going to give him 10 years for 500 million dollars and half the stake in Disney and uh, you know the, the first moon base uh, up there in outer space. <laughs> like we're giving him everything, and he says no to that. Okay, well, yes. Now, obviously, I'm not an idiot. We have to trade him. So it is going to be fascinating. We talked about this a couple times ago when we were bringing up Otani that you're trying to sell the team. You can't trade away your best asset. So it makes sense to hold on to him. But if they're going nowhere, if they don't make moves this offseason, then they, they have to in the end. Yeah. No, I I, agree. I, I completely agree with you, dude. Uh, so a lot of interesting baseball, free mm-hmm. agency, mm-hmm. trade news, Blue Jays news. Everything seems to be flying. This week is going to be nuts, everybody. Uh, this is going to be coming out on Wednesday, November 9th, this podcast right here, which means that 24 hours from now, uh, qualifying offers. That's what's going down. Mm-hmm. So, like, this entire week is going to be pretty nuts with baseball news so uh stay tuned folks we will be back again next week uh, with jim please subscribe to blue jays today and to ball cap sports promise you it is well worth your while quality content on both of them gentlemen this was a lot of fun once again we still do not have a name i i loved your ad lib at the beginning there jim that was really yeah. really nice we do need to get the brainstorm going the baseball here the the baseball, the, the ball cap sports, Blue Jays today, or, or Blue Jays today, ball cap sports, uh, baseball project. I don't know. So, somebody give us yeah. something, but it's got to have somehow it's either got to have both of us connected or be completely separate. So yeah, that, you know, I thought it was separate. Let's see some creative minds there in the comments. We can be really different for, for sure. All right, everybody. Well, thank you so much for watching. We will catch you next week. See you later, Jimmy. See you guys. Bye. Bye.